Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You've been so merciful to us by sending the Lord Jesus to come and save us. And to transfer us into his kingdom of love. In these last days, we want to live in a worthy way in your kingdom. And so, in this hour this morning, we would diligently seek to know more of your kingdom. We know that man cannot live by bread alone, but your precious word reveals your kingdom to us. So we ask that by your spirit we might be gathered together into your presence in this very hour. We thank you for this time together. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. I want to turn to Luke chapter 17. Actually, let's read a verse in Luke 16. Luke 16, 16. The law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the gospel of the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is forcing his way into it. And then chapter 17, verse 20 and 21. Now having been questioned by the Pharisees as to when the kingdom of God was coming, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there it is. For behold, the kingdom of God is in your midst. And then we want to turn to the very last verse of chapter 17. And read that and then the following parable. And answering, they said to Jesus, Where, Lord? And he said to them, Where the body is, there also the vultures will be gathered. Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not to lose heart. And he said, In a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect man, and there was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him, saying, Give me legal protection from my opponent. For a while he was unwilling, but afterwards he said to himself, even though I do not fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow bothers me, I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. 
他多日不准，后来心里说：“我虽不惧怕神，也不尊重世人，只只因这寡妇烦扰我，我就给他伸冤吧，免得他常来缠磨我。”And the Lord said, "Hear what the unrighteous judge said. Now will not God bring about justice for His elect who cry to Him day and night? And will He delay long over them? I tell you that He will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes," Will he find faith on the and then we just want to read two passages in Matthew chapter 24 where the similar things are being spoken of the kingdom of heaven. Then they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. And at that time many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will arise and will mislead many. 那时人要把你们现在患难里要也要杀害你们你们要为我的名被万民恨恶那时必有许多人跌倒也要彼此陷害彼此恨恶且好有好些假先知起来迷惑多人 because lawlessness is increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations. And then the end will come. And then verses 24 through 28. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show you great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Behold, I have told you in advance. So if they say to you, Behold, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. For behold, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe them. For just as the lightning comes from the east and flashes even to the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. Wherever the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. 你们不要信，闪电从东边发出，直到西边，人子降临也要这样。尸首在哪里，鹰也必聚在那里。I think brothers and sisters know that in these days we've been thinking on the theme of the kingdom of God now。那我们弟兄姐妹应该清楚知道，我们最近所分享主题呢，是神的国就在今日。That is, how can we as Christians live in the kingdom of God now？那我们怎么样做基督徒，能够现在就活在神的国里呢？ now we saw in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 16 and chapter 
那我们第十七章所看到的时候，不是外在来看，乃是在我们中间，在国度是在我们中间。那他们的门徒们看到这个国度，那为什么呢？因为这王在他们里面，他们也知道。耶稣就在那里，你可以看到他的神迹，你可
And the kingdom can be seen. Thank God, even today on this earth, there are many assembling even now and throughout this day. And you can see the kingdom of God there. How precious that is. But you know, as we have looked at this passage, especially in Luke 17, we see that the world goes on and most people don't even see the kingdom nor sense the kingdom. And that makes it of utmost importance that we as Christians both see the kingdom and live in the kingdom now. If you look there in Luke 17, we, uh, several brothers have already spoken upon these matters. To most people in this world, life goes on as always. Jesus said, the days of the Son of Man will be like the days of Noah. People marrying, given in marriage, eating, drinking, now what's wrong with that? Do you eat? Do you drink? Do you get married? But there's a problem in the days of Noah. And what's the problem? There was a manifestation of the kingdom in the days of Noah. And what was that? The ark. And Noah's gospel message of warning that judgment was coming. How did the people respond to this patriarch as he warned people of the judgment to come? Let's eat and drink and get married. Uh, and we see that man was already in violation of one of the uh, a kingdom restraints that God had placed in this world. Now, even though man has fallen, God has placed two things in this world to restrain man from going to evil completely. You know what those restraints are? Those God-given protections? The first one is conscience. Even after Cain slew Abel, he had a conscience. God said to Cain, What have you done? The blood of Abel cries out injustice from the earth. And Cain said, I cannot bear the guilt of this. By the days of Noah, they were warned of judgment to come, but where is the conscience? The Bible says it's possible for man to sear his conscience until it is no longer sensitive. And so we see here in uh, chapter 17, verse 26, the days of the coming of the Son of Man will be like the days of Noah. <laughs> Everybody will say, no, nothing's going to happen. And then 
there will be sudden judgment. Then we also looked at the next verse. That says it will be the days of the Son of Man will be like the days of uh, Lot. Now the days of Lot were several thousands of years, a few thousand years later after Noah. Now God had placed the second restraint in this world. Now what's that? God has ordained government. And laws. And morals. To keep society from killing each other and being destroyed. Even from the days of Babel, we know that the civilization had many laws and institutions established. To keep man safe. But by the time of the coming of the Son of Man, it will be like the days of Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, last time I spoke, I spoke about this time. We read the verses in 2 Peter chapter 2 that reflected on the times. Of Sodom Gomorrah. It says Lot was living in Sodom and he felt the oppression. And there were three descriptions given regarding man. They were unprincipled men. That means no conscience. They were men of corrupt lusts. That means they were given over to their flesh completely. And the third description that Peter gives is they were men who despised authority. They had laws of their own. They cared not for the laws of government. They, they did whatever they wanted. But then, one day, the fire fell and the city was destroyed. So Jesus says, these are what the days will be like just before the coming of the Son of Man. But when Jesus shares these things, His concern goes much deeper than just the state of sinful man at the judgment. He has a deeper concern for His coming. We read it in the last phrase of the parable in Luke 18. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Now, when we look at the kingdom of God today around us, and we realize we're in the last days. These are the days of Noah. These are the days of Lot. When we look around, what do we see? This is one of the great mysteries we find regarding the kingdom of the heavens. 
Because what we see all around in appearance is that there is a decline in the kingdom. You remember we read in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 10, during those last days many will fall away from the faith and will persecute believers. Now Jesus is talking about the kingdom in those days. 那我们在马太福音二十四章十四节，我们也看到有许多人会远离这个国度。那耶稣所讲的是讲到福音。And in the Matthew twenty-four verse twelve, as the times get more difficult, the love of the many will grow cold.那二十四章十二节也讲到说，人的爱心就渐渐冷淡下去。And in Matthew twenty-four verse twenty-four, we read that false messiahs will come and try to deceive even the elect. 那二十四节他也看到说是有这个假先都会起来，他连选民都会会迷惑。As the days for the coming of the Son of Man approach, it appears the outward appearance of the kingdom is that it is in decline, it is in corruption, it is in ruin.当人子的日子近的时候，这外貌来看，好像渐渐的衰微下去。There are many Bible teachers who say the church now is completely corrupt and is no more a testimony. And they ask the question, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? But to disciples of the kingdom, this apparent decline makes total sense. It should not surprise us because Jesus told us of this already in advance. It's a matter of understanding what this kingdom of the heavens is made up of in the present time. What is this kingdom of the heavens? Well, as it stands upon the earth today, we are talking about, let's just roughly say, three realms about us. Now, in some way, the kingdom of the heavens and its outward view includes and is related to Israel. And to the Jews. That's one group. And there's a second group. The kingdom of the heavens is also related to all that calls itself Christian. You know, there are many things called Christian, and we call this Christendom as a whole. There's many churches, there's many works, there's many denominations, all calling themselves Christian. Now we know within Christendom there are many uh, of God's chosen people who really love the Lord. But we also know that there are many who are not even saved. But they call themselves Christian. You know, when I was a child, my mother was a Christian scientist. 
整个大阔去看的时候你认为就是这些天主教徒或是这些自称为基督徒的人那就是这些政治这些这个Tea 那就是这些政治这些这个Tea 那你看到天国的时候你看到什么那从这他们门徒们说到这个国度的这个奥秘 这不是你所看到的。这个国度像什么呢？耶稣说，Kingdom seed is 那他们很快就很很很激动很兴奋。那他们很快就没有兴趣了。那有些是长在荆棘里面。那我们。Everything that you see in the kingdom today, in Israel and in Christendom, everything you don't see good soil. 
但是你现在在以色列在这个基督教的世界里面你所看到都不是好的图案 Jesus gave another parable So what's the kingdom like? Praise God is like wheat There's tares What in God's kingdom there's tares? And so the people said to the master of the field who did this? And the master says, an enemy has done this. And so the workers in the field said, well, let's take out, let's tear out all the tares and just leave the wheat. No, 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 you can't do that. You'll pull out the wrong thing. You've caused great problem right now. Right now they have to exist together. And in the kingdom today, we have wheat. And we have tears. We also have something else. You know, have you ever eaten a kingdom loaf? Of bread? Do you like kingdom bread? Do you know it has leaven in it? Leaven's not good. It's corrupting the whole loaf. Jesus, the kingdom of God is like a woman who went and hid some leaven in the loaf. What's the kingdom like today? It's like a mustard seed, and now a huge tree of Christendom with evil birds sitting at the top. And before the return of the Son of Man, you will see this corruption. You will see this decline. You will see this compromise in the kingdom. But if we read all of the parables, we should never forget two things. Now that's the way the kingdom of the heavens looks from an earth view. Now, from the king's view, how does he see the king? He sees that the kingdom is his precious treasure hidden in a field. He sees that the kingdom is his precious pearl of great price. And then the last parable he gives in that chapter. When the coming of the Son of Man comes, there will be a great net that will cast into the sea and pull out all of these ones that were in the kingdom. And all the tares and all of the ones who aren't really of the kingdom will be cast out. And the righteous ones will shine like the sun. Now I ask you a question. Are you in the kingdom? <laughs> Do you love the Lord? Do you want to follow Him? Or have you become one of those who realizes, ah, the kingdom is in decline, things aren't going so well? Are the cares of the world choking you out? Are you a shallow Christian excited about the Lord and then the next day you forget about the Lord? 
These things are a solemn warning to us. What does the kingdom look like today? Whatever it looks like, the day of judgment is coming soon. And what do we know about the Lord? The Lord knows those who are His. And let everybody who names the name of the Lord turn away from wickedness. And so we come to this interesting verse here in, at the end of Luke 17. If you look there, verse 37. Now, after Jesus was speaking about these days of Noah, the days of Lot, the judgment that would suddenly come, when he talked about two men in a field and one would be taken and two people grinding and one would be taken, the, the, the disciples evidently asked, or the people who were listening, asked and said, uh, Where, Lord? Where will this take place? Now, there's many interpretations about what this simple verse means. But as I have studied it, this is what I feel. When you look at this, as well as Matthew 24, which speaks the same matter of the corpse and the vultures gathered. When the disciples said, Where? They were asking, where will this sudden, sudden judgment come? Suddenly, the rain. Suddenly, the fire. Suddenly, people snatched away. Where will this happen? Probably they think Jerusalem. Galilee? The Mount of Jesus didn't give them geographical answers. Because it's a spiritual question. Here's what he said. The vultures are already gathering. I don't know what Chinese says. They say eagles or vultures? Eagles. Uh, we all like eagles, right? These are vultures. It's the same word. It could be either way. Doing. <laughs> and what do vultures do? They eat dead bodies. Like it says in Matthew 24, it's a corpse. A carcass. A body is dying, decaying. Now these vultures want to eat the corpse. But the vultures are also afraid to come down until the body is dead. So when they're circling in the sky, it means that this body is dying, but they're waiting for it to die. Now what does Jesus mean? Judgment is coming soon. And this corpse, uh, this kingdom that seems to be in decline, these days upon us are becoming more and more corrupt and the vultures of judgment are waiting to come. But the question still remains. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on this earth? 
那人子来的时候，他会在世上找到信德吗？The judgment is certain。那这个审判是确定的。But will there be faith？那是否找得到信德的吗？And in the parable，那在比喻里面，we see that the answer is yes。那这个答案是是的。And so Jesus gives this parable, and we want to look at this parable。那耶稣就给了这个比喻，我们就来看这个比喻。What is the sign that there is faith on this earth？ 那在世上有信德的这个这个迹象是什么呢？你知道吒吗？The Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? 神的选民昼夜呼吁他，他纵然为他们忍了多时，岂不终究给他们伸冤吗？我告诉你们，我快快的给他们伸冤了。然而人子来的时候，遇得见世上有信德吗？Now at the beginning of the parable. Luke tells us that Jesus told a parable to show men that they ought to pray and not think. And this is important. Why is it important? Because that one cry must be heard in heaven. But let's remember this. Although this begins chapter 18 in our Bibles, this story is continuing to talk about the end time. 虽然说这是第十八章的一章的一开始，但是它是继续持续的前面所讲到这个末后的日子。And so this parable is connected with all the days of Noah and Lot and all of the end times and what has happened。所以这个呃这个比喻是与挪亚的日子、罗德的日子这些都有关系的。Now, some Bibles have this parable. They give it a name.那有一些的圣经给这个啊这个这个比喻一个名字。Do you have a caption over this parable in your Bible?那你是否有个题目吗？ Some people have a caption that says, "This is the parable of the unjust judge." So some people say, ah, it's the parable of the unjust judge.那有人就说是不义之官的这个比喻。But if you look at the parable a little more close, some people say, no, 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 this is the parable of the stubborn widow.那有些人就说这个是固执的这个寡妇的这个比喻。Now thank God, widows are stubborn. It's the only way they stay alive.那我们感谢主，这些妇女是这些寡妇是非常的固执的。This woman was knocking on this judge's door all the time, driving him crazy.那这寡妇一直一直一直一直敲着这个关的门，一直一直搅扰他。So some people say this is a parable about how we should be knocking on God's door all the time, praying.那有些人就说这个比喻就是说我们应当叩这个我们主的门，一直不住的祷告。Well, of course, this is the point of the story.那当然，这个是这个故事的这个重点。But I think the parable goes deeper.但是这个比喻是更深的。I think it's the parable. Of the cry of God's elect.那乃是这个比喻，乃是神的选民在呼吁的这个比喻。As God looks down from heaven, does He see His kingdom of faith on the earth?那当神从天上往下看，他走得到这个国度的这个信信子吗？这些选民在哪里呢？Where are the chosen ones, the elect?那些选民在哪里呢？Where are the faithful ones?那些忠心的人在哪里？What are they doing?那他们呃在做什么呢？ 
They're crying out day and night. They're crying out for righteousness. And this cry for righteousness from the elect somehow is connected with the coming again of the Son of Man. When the bride gets ready, she says, Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Now, you know, the world does not know this, but there has always been a cry of the elect going up to God. When you study the Old Testament history, you find that even in Israel's darkest days, there were still 7,000 who would not bow their knee to Baal and who cried out to their God for righteousness. We see that even when Judah and Jerusalem was being attacked by Babylon, there was a remnant on the wall crying out for the Messiah. We see even when the children of Israel were captive in Babylon, Daniel threw open the windows three times a day and cried out to the one for Jerusalem. And in the prophet Malachi, even as a period of silence would come upon the Jews, there were those, a remnant, who feared the Lord and who talked often of the Lord. And the Lord wrote their name in his book of remembrance, you shall be mine. Isn't that wonderful? Now why has there always been this cry? What is this cry? For righteousness. And why has it been going on through centuries? Because these ones see how we need the Lord. How he is the righteous one. And so they call out to him day and night. Now we also know that this has been true down through the Christian centuries. Throughout the days of the church's dark history, when there was compromise and one wondered how many could be saved with such darkness upon the church. But there have always been those who have heard the Lord's voice and been crying out to Him day and night. And if you've been with Brother Christian on his uh, dozen Christian tours of Europe, and you went to many of the places where these saints were crying out. As an example, in the 14th century, before the Reformation had begun, 
那比方说在第十四世纪，在这个整个宗教改革之前，some saints in Prague, Czechoslovakia, began to read the word and preach the word in the native language。那在捷克，在布拉格那边，有许多的圣徒在那边用他们用用原文来读圣经。And one day they were preaching the word of God。那有一天他们在传这个神的话语的时候，And they saw that the Bible says，他们就看到圣经所讲的，that Christians。should not only take the bread of communion, but the cup of communion. Now the church uh, leaders did not allow regular Christians to drink the cup. So it's like they would pass the bread, but not the cup. And when they saw that in the word, they began to cry out. And this cry for the cup in communion became the cry of, of the righteous. And these Moravian brethren began to believe in the Lord and to study His Word. But the Holy Roman Empire persecuted and crushed them and drove them out of Moravia. Three hundred years later, up comes a cry to heaven. By Moravian brethren again. But now they've moved to Germany. And these people began to cry out to God day and night in ceaseless prayer for 100 years. You know, the Moravian revival with Count Zinzendorf. The power behind this whole revival was the 24-7 there was prayer for 100 years. And they prayed to the Lord of the harvest and they went out to be missionaries out into the world where never the gospel had been heard. You know, brothers and sisters, there's always been the cry of the elect. Day and night to the Lord. Now, once again, we stress it's a cry for righteousness. But not for self righteousness. How many of you are ready to cry for self righteousness? You've been wrong. Oh boy, I can pray. No, 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 this is a different kind. This is a prayer for the Lord's righteousness. Who are the blessed ones? They who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Who are those who seek first the kingdom of God? Those who seek His these elect see that Jesus alone is the righteous one. And until his righteousness is established upon the earth, we are lacking, we are needing. 
we need him to come. 知道他的意建立在世上的时候，我们实在是需要他，我们也需要他的回来。And so you see, that's what this widow was. 这个就是我们看到这个寡妇的她的角色。She couldn't get justice. 她没有办法得着这个公义。Because even the judge had to be paid off. 连这个这个这个官都一旦被贿赂。Good thing we have justice in the United States. Nobody gets paid off. 我们还好在美国是比较有公义，你不用贿赂这些人。Well, this widow had no money. 那这个啊，这个这个寡妇是没有钱的。But she knew how to bother people. 但是她知道怎么样搅扰人。She knocked on the door day and night. 她就昼夜在那边叩门。Until righteousness was granted her. 一直到人家给她伸冤。What a wonderful story that this is. 这是很奇妙的一个故事。But it asks the question to us. 那我们就问一个问题。How much will we tolerate as the Lord's elect until we begin to cry out day and night? 我们做神的选民，我们做神为选民的人，我们究竟能够忍受到几时，我们才会昼夜开始呼吁呢 ？You know, even as Christians, we have a tremendous capacity to ignore what's going on around us as long as we are surviving. 其实我们做基督徒的，我们有实在很大的一个容量，能够忍受这些在我们周遭所发生的事情。And usually until something touches us, well, we just say, well, that's terrible. 直到有些事情实在是临到我们身上之后，我们才发现到这些事情是何等的可怕，我们就不理会这些事情。But you remember Lot. 但是我们记得罗德。That is an interesting question there. 这是相当有趣的一个问题。Because the Bible calls him righteous Lot. And yet he was living in Sodom. But he was in Sodom, where he was oppressed by the sinfulness of Sodom. That in Sodom, his sinfulness was so great that he was oppressed. Now, why didn't Lot get out? Why did Lot not leave? He was so rich. He was so rich. He could have moved to Beersheba. He could have moved to Beersheba. Because he loved the world too much. And he put up with it. And he put up. And he put up. He just endured this thing. He just kept holding on to it. And finally, unknown to him, because of the intercession of his uncle Abraham, the angels came and dragged Lot and his wife out of the city. These angels came and dragged Lot and his wife. He was so caught in the world. 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 Now, how long will we put up with unrighteousness around us before we begin to cry out? 那我们究竟能够容忍这些不易，能够多久，我们才开始呼求呢 ？Now I admit， 那我要承认说 ，that the United States is one of the better countries in this world to live。那在美国，在这个世界里面是其中一个比较好的一个居住的一个环境。There is a measure of justice and a measure of freedom。那有有有一定程度的这个公益，有一定程度的这个自由。But can you believe even in our United States？ Things are corrupting down and down. 但是你能够相信说，在美，即使在我们美国里面，啊，这些事情也就渐渐的腐败下去了呢。You know, it used to be that every mother and father had a right to school their children by themselves if they wanted to. 
那之前是所有的父母亲，他们能够照自己的方式去教养他们的儿女。And many of our leaders, even like Abraham Lincoln, were raised at home uh, and learned a lot at home before they ever went off to school。那许多的这个领领导人物，就像啊林肯一样，他们从小是在家里长大，然后之后才去上学的。But now homeschooling is becoming an issue。那现在你自己在家庭的这种教育成为这种问题了。Disciplining children is becoming an issue。那这个教导这些管教,这些孩童们是成为一个问题了。Now if you believe, as it says in Proverbs, if you spare the rod, you spoil the child, and you use a little stick on your child's behind, you could get in trouble. 那你如果相信说是在圣经说你如果用这个账目去打的话,你如果使用账目的话,你就会有问题了。Things slowly begin to encroach into our lives until they personally affect us, and then we begin to cry out. Now you know that marriage is coming to be despised. And if you if you're married, one day somebody's gonna ask you, Well, why are you married? Make you feel wrong that you married a woman. It's a crazy world. And if you say, well, I base my morals on the Bible, you'll be persecuted. Government says, no, no, we don't go by the Bible. Now you know. That these things are beginning to come upon us. We are not at the place where the government tells us how many children we can have. We know in New York this would cause revolution because there's so many Italians with seven, eight kids. But you see, things as they become corrupt, they begin to oppress. 当事情渐渐的败坏的时候, and as lawlessness increases in the last day, we discover from this parable that when there is one cry of the elect, God gives a speedy answer. Now what happens when we begin to cry out? Now are we just happy Americans? Making lots of money, got a house or apartment. Have a car lease. So nothing to cry out about. Or are we crying out for the righteous one to come? As the oppression of unrighteousness touches our life and we cry out, we discover something. Very interesting. What happens when we cry out to God? We discover that there are many around the world already crying out. Believers are like a widow. Our only recourse is to go to God. 唯一的方法, 唯一的, 
And as we begin to cry out, we begin to hear the voices of others who are crying out. Now you know, I don't need to tell you. Right now, this year, highest number of persecuted Christians ever in the history of the world. Many in Iran being persecuted, many in China being persecuted, and their voice is crying out for righteousness. There are prisoners crying out for righteousness. There are the martyrs crying out for righteousness. There are unborn souls of children aborted crying out There are children who are even in the Far East being kidnapped for sex slavery and their voice cries out. Now I challenge you, do you even hear those voices? Are we so busy we don't hear this voice? It's one cry of righteousness brought up before the Lord. Now, it's so important that we cry after the Lord. That's the testimony of the church in the last day. She's crying out for righteousness. Who else in the world is asking for righteousness? Except God's children. Now according to the Bible, the Bible says that He will quickly answer the prayer when the one cry goes up. We see there in Luke 18, verse 8. I tell you, he will bring about justice for them quickly. Now, he answers quickly. Sometimes not as we would expect. But we know from the scriptures he can answer quickly in one of three ways. This is why our voice, our one cry, must go up to the Lord. The first way he answers the cry is by miracles of mercy, of provision, and deliverance for people in tribulation. You know that this. You remember in Revelation chapter 12, when the dragon fell to the earth, he began to chase and persecute the woman with her children. But the woman and her children experienced miracles of mercy. God gave, God gave her wings to fly and escape. And she was nourished in the wilderness. And the enemy tried to drown her with a great flood, but the earth helped and, and sucked up the water. And 
Now there are many people in persecution and trial right now crying out to God. Some are being martyred. We know in Iran there's a pastor about to die. We know in North Korea there are many, many Christians suffering greatly there. But we also will one day hear the story. Of the many who were in a time of tribulation, but God kept them and provided for them and even delivered them miraculously. God knows each of His own. He cares for everyone. They say that the greatest evidence that God exists in this world is that Israel continues to exist. You know, a lot of governments in this world are very much against Israel and believe Israel is wrong. Now I wish everybody were as old as I was. Because I remember when Israel was born. And before Israel was 20 years old in 1967. You know what happened? The Egyptians, the Syrians, and the Jordanians got their troops together to go and destroy Israel. But God did a miracle in that six-day war. And not only was Israel preserved and not destroyed, but she even gained all of Jerusalem at that time. But no, don't make any mistake. The Arabs were out to destroy the country of Israel and kill the citizens. And then, 1973, on the Day of Atonement, no Jew does any work. No Jew does any work on the Day of Atonement. So again, Egypt, Syria, Lebanon attacked on Israel. Now again, to destroy them. And this time they lost many soldiers. But through a miracle of strategy, somehow they turned it around and won it. I say, I'm old enough to remember these wars. And all I can say is, these people want to destroy Israel. Just because they're part of God's kingdom. And so for us to talk about Israel being nice to them, is to have a, a short memory about history. Imagine having a country the size of New Jersey. And all the other 49 states want to destroy that one country, New Jersey. New Jersey would be the toughest people in the United States. In order to survive. So God can answer immediately with deliverance, with care, with grace sufficient, even in time of tribulation. 
让他们得着释放。Second way God answers prayer. 那第二种方法，他能够安，能够回应这些祷告。We all know what the Lord told to Solomon in Second Chronicles 7:14. 那我们知道神对所罗门在历代之下所说的是什么 ？When there is a one cry going forth for righteousness. 当有这个呼求为为这个公义的时候下去的时候 ，God sometimes answers by bringing revival to that land. 那神有时候回应的时候呢，是将这个复兴带到那块地里面。Now you know Second Chronicles seven fourteen. 那我们知道那在之下第七章十四节。The Lord said to Solomon. 那神对这个所罗门说 ，If my people called by my name. 那如果我的百姓 will humble themselves. 能够谦卑下来的话 ，pray. 祷告 ，seek my face， 那寻找我的面 ，turn from my their wicked ways， 那远离他们的所有的邪罪罪罪恶。Then I will hear from heaven， 那我就会从天上听到。Forgive their sins， 忘记赦免他们的罪 ，heal their land， 医治他们的地。And the Lord down through history has heard this cry from righteousness and has sent down merciful revival on the country。那神就从历史历代我们就看到，就是一直听到这个呼求就会。让这个拯救带带领出来。Now when he does that, even the moral climate changes in the country, and there's prison reform, and there's worker reform, and many things are、uh, cared for righteously. 当他做这件事情的许多事情就会发生了。I hope that a revival will come to our country. 我希望有一个复兴能够来到我们国家。Because our country is going into darkness. 因为我们现在国家进入黑暗里面。If we cry out for mercy. 如果我们呼求要。Even before the coming of the Son of Man, there could be some reviving for us. 其实，在人子回来之前，我们还是能够有有这种复兴的工作。Now I always remember this because I lived right there near Fulton Street, where there was a great revival in New York City 150 years ago. 我总是记得这件事情，因为我我住在 Fulton Street 附近，那就在一百五十年前，在那边有很大的复兴的工作。In 1857, a revival started, and one million people were saved in one year. 那一八五七年的时候。啊、uh, ，在那时候有很大的复兴的工作，有一百万的人在那时候得救。Now you say, well, one million, that's not so many. 你说一百万人根本不多。But United States population back then was only thirty-three million. 但是那时候，呃，这个美国的这个这个人口是嗯三千三百万。Many people around this nation were touched by this revival. 那许多人呃因为这个复兴的运动受到感动。We know, of course, in China. Nobody has still been able to tally up how many people have been saved in this recent reviving and gathering of His kingdom. 那有些人也没办法，就是记载说是有多少的人，就是在中国最近最新的这个复兴的工作得救。But this is because of this cry of the elect unto God. 那是这些选民在那边呼求神。But the main cry and the answer to prayer will come quickly when our Lord comes back. Now the Lord is waiting. 我们的主在那边等候。And it says He is patient with us. 他对我们来说是很等待。He doesn't want anybody to be lost. 他不希望任何的人能够丧命。He wants us, our family, to be safe. 他希望我们所有的家庭都能够得救。And so He's patient. 所以他有耐心。But He hears the one cry. 但是他会听到一个呼求。And what does Jesus say emphatically? 那神是，耶稣说到什么事情呢？很很重的说呢。And will he not act quickly? 那他不会很快的行动呢 ？You know, the greatest answer to righteousness is for the righteous king to come back. 那最大的一个答复就是这个公义的王快快再来。Any other righteousness is just a temporary measure. 其他的这些义都是一个暂时的一种手段一个方法。When Jesus comes back and establishes his kingdom of righteousness. 
那这个国王王在领的时候，将设立这个义的啊这个国的时候，that alone will answer the deep need of our heart。那就是回应了我们，就是能够解解决我们这个心里面所需要的这些东西需求。Now is there a cry in your heart？那在你的心里面有这个呼求吗？For the righteous one to come back？要这个义义者能够赶快回来吗？Do you cry out day and night？你是否昼夜呼吁呢？For his return？ and every time you see somebody who's been hurt by the injustice of this world does it make you cry out all the more for the return of our Lord we read once again these verses verse 7 of Luke 18 now will not God bring about justice for his elect who cry to him day and night, will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will bring about justice quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Somehow, this one cry up to the righteous one is connected with his sovereign coming back. You know, God does not have an automatic timetable that he has on his calendar, you know. December 14, uh, 2013, come back. But the time of the return of the Son of Man is connected to the readiness of the heart of the bride. And so one of the things we have to do while we're upon this earth is to cry out day and night for Jesus' return. This is a testimony on this earth. The Lord sees this testimony everywhere it is done. And we do thank God there's many children of God all over this earth who are crying out, even so come Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Now will you join that one cry? This is the faith on the earth that the Lord is looking for. In your busyness, will you still remember to watch and pray? In your affluence and prosperity, do you still look for the Lord to come back as the real answer to all you desire? When the Son of Man comes, will He find faith in you? Will you be one who He says, I, I answered your cry, here I am? Do we want to live in kingdom now? Then we live in this cry unto Him. Now may the Lord help us when we gather on Tuesday nights. 
Our prayer should be more than just praying for various things. It's an opportunity for us to gather together as one and say, even so come, Lord Jesus. To be those upon the earth that recognize the unrighteousness and the injustice of things going on. And to register them before the Lord. To say with the martyrs who are underneath the uh, uh, the uh, Underneath the table, how long, Lord? How long? 那这些寻到的人来说说，主啊，还有多久呢？ May the Lord find us that way when He returns. 对我们的主能够寻找到我们，在他回来的时候能够再寻找到我们。Let's just have a few prayers to seal this matter before the Lord. 我们愿意有几位的弟兄姐妹能够结束之前啊，能够在我们做，有些的祷告。just so caught up in the things of the world, our own lives, our own circumstances. But Lord, we pray, Lord, you be gracious, Lord, that, that we may indeed live, Lord, to be prepared and ready, Lord, for your return. Lord, how, Lord, you're just waiting for those, Lord, whose lives, Lord, are just really, Lord, being made ready, Lord, being made righteous, Lord, to seek your kingdom to seek, Lord, for, Lord, your work, Lord, in each one of us, amongst your children, Lord, there will be, Lord, the testimony, indeed, even, even if it is two or three, Lord, that you see, Lord, who are, Lord, just really ready, Lord, for you, Lord, who love your return, Lord, we pray there may be those, Lord, who are just crying out, Lord, and just seeking only, for you and for your uh, return. Lord, even in our lives to repent, our lives to be changed. Lord, to be, Lord, able to manifest the life of Christ. Lord, in that way that really is, is satisfying, Lord, to, to you. Oh, Lord, we pray this will not just be something that we can understand, but something, Lord, that we live for. Something, Lord, that is, Lord, the, Lord, the very existence, Lord, of our lives. Lord, we pray, Lord, may there be, may there be those whose lives, Lord, are so caught up and so fully engaged, Lord, for you, Lord, to work in us and make us ready, Lord, so that you can return. Oh, Lord, we pray you have mercy. Lord, speak to us, and may we live this kind of life in your precious name.
，在我们身上来做要求的工作，好叫我们成为你何用的器皿，能够与你同工，好叫福音福音能够传遍普天下。我们这样子祷告，奉主耶稣的名。Seated on the throne, and we belong to you, and we are your disciples. You are our eyes, you are our ears, and you are our mouth. May your life be displayed in us, that your king, that your gospel may be preached. May you, may your life be displayed, Lord, that we would be your vessel, that we would will co-work with you even for the preaching of the gospel. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.